0: Log Talk Radio. It's Saturday, December twelfth, twenty fifteen, and you are tuned in to another edition of your favorite pet show. We are the Missy Show, your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay. And unfortunately, the other half of our dynamic hosting duo, the lovely Dee, will not be able to join us for this episode, which um, it was a kind of last-minute thing, but um, Dee did have a dental appointment. She had to have a procedure done. She's kind of been having a series of procedures done, um, because she was having some problems. But um, after the procedure, her mouth is a little bit too sore for her to, you know, be able to do a lot of talking. So unfortunately, she won't be able to join us for this one. But hopefully, she will be back with us next Saturday, um, which will be December 19th. So we hope you feel better, Dee. As far as myself, um, prior to the show, I actually am proud of myself because I got some wrapping done. So my trees look a little more festive and a little less lonely. So now I think I maybe have only two more people to get something for, and then I will be done at least with the shopping portion. I still have quite a bit more wrapping to do, but I was just happy to get some of it done. So that's where I stand as far as Christmas. Um, Let's see. And speaking of Christmas, in the spirit of Christmas, we bring you more uplifting animal stories. Specifically, we're going to be talking about animals saving lives. Now, we have done an episode like this in the past. I think the one from last year was called Heroic Pet Act. So it's um, similar, but we're coming at you with some different stories. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Um, But before I start, I'm going to make sure that I give out the answers to yesterday's pet trivia question. We actually had four questions from yesterday. Um, the theme of yesterday's question is reindeer. So um, the first question is, true or false, only male reindeer grow antlers? The answer is false, both male and female reindeer grow antlers. I don't know why before I was doing my research I kind of assumed that it was just the male reindeer but I don't know, maybe there is some other animal where it's just the male that um, have antlers, but both male and female reindeer grow antlers. And I should have remembered that from doing last year's show because we had a show called Reindeer's Tips. So that is the ant question one. Both male and female reindeer grow antlers. Question two is, how fast can reindeer run? And the answer is reindeer or caribou which are the same thing, but I believe caribou is the wild version of reindeer, and I think reindeer are a bit more uh, they can be more domesticated um reindeer reindeer or caribou can run as fast as forty eight miles per hour or eighty kilometers per hour, though their normal walk is a slow one, so they can actually run pretty fast when need be forty eight miles an hour. I didn't even know that pretty quick um. Question three is, do reindeer keep their antlers year-round? The answer to that one is no, but there's a bit more to it. Males lose their antlers quicker, dropping them in late November or in early December. Females keep their thinner antlers throughout the winter. They retain them until they give birth in the spring. So there's your answer to question three, and do they keep their antlers all year round? No, they don't, but just the the males lose theirs at a different time from the females. Okay, question four is, based on how Sansa's reindeer team are depicted on television, does Sansa have an all-male or an all-female crew of reindeer? Okay, here's a hint. This question ties in with, question one and with question three all right the answer to this is santa based on how they're depicted on tv anyway santa has an all-female crew of reindeer pulling his sleigh um and i come up with that answer well i didn't just make that up but the answer is because um all of his team are depicted as having antlers so like if you look at any of the Christmas cartoons or, you know, um, there, there have even been some, like, other cartoons, I think, not cartoons, there have been some other Christmas movies that weren't cartoons, and they're always depicted as having antlers. So because of this, they have to be female because at the time of year that they're flying out, which would be Christmas Eve, female deer still have their antlers. Males have already lost their antlers by this point because, remember, we said they lose theirs in late November or early December. So if we're going by that, how they're depicted, then he has an all-female crew, uh, which would mean Rudolph is a girl, (laughs) Um, or at least they changed the story. So there you go, Kitty. So based on that, Santa has an all-female crew, even though that's not how they're always depicted. Um, Let's see. So if you got all the questions correct, kudos to you, your one smart Christmas cookie be sure to check out next friday's blog entry for our last trivia question before our two week christmas break if you want to check out next friday's trivia question, be sure to read the blog at she's a dot blogspot dot com and that's s h e s a t o r t i e so she's a dot blogspot dot com so We won't be airing December 26th or January 2nd, um, but we will return with all new episodes on January 9th. Uh, Don't fret, however, uh, we still have one more episode after this one before we go on our hiatus. So we will have an episode next Saturday, which should be December 19th, if I'm not mistaken. Haven't come up with the title for that one yet, but as soon as I know something, I will post that on the blog. That will probably be coming Monday or Tuesday, so look out for that. Links from information used in today's episode can be found on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44 or on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash missyshow. If you want to join in the conversation, call us at 347 838 8313, or you can listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's a torty. Okay, now on to today's topic when pets save lives, also known as the Mary Mary Pets episode. Okay, so I found a lot of cool pet stories about pets saving lives. So let me just go here and see which ones I would like to share. And then Dee also um, really did me a big favor because she'd already done some research because she thought she was going to be able to go on air. So she also left me some of her research. So it may be a combination of hers and mine, but whichever I use, I'll be sure to, you know, post that on our social media pages. Um, this first one, I thought this was pretty cool, Um the title of it is Taking a Bite for the Baby. Um, and I'll just kind of just read it how it is on here. This is from MNN.com. In October 2007, 17-month-old Charlotte, and I'm probably going to mess her last name up, so forgive me, Charlotte, Savillik was playing in the yard of her family's Australian home when the family dog, a Doberman pincher named Con began to snarl. A keen brown snake, one of the world's most venomous snakes, was under the house. Khan tried to nudge the toddler away, but when she didn't move, he picked her up by her diaper and tossed her a few feet behind him. The movement startled the snake, which lunged and bit Khan on his paw. But after receiving anti-venom, the Doberman made a full recovery. While that, that's an awesome story because, you know, we we know that most pets are very protective of their, their pet parents and the other members of the family, and that's awesome that, you know, that dog actually saved that little toddler. You know, by getting her out of the way, he kept her from being bitten by that keen brown snake. It was unfortunate that Khan, the dog, ended up getting bit, but I, it's, it's a happy ending. I'm very glad to hear that he was okay. So that one was called Taking a Bite for the Baby. So thank you to you, Con. Thank you for, you know, being brave. I hope you're still with us. That was back in 2007. Okay. Our next story is called Making the Call, and this is on the same website. And I'm probably going to mess up this gentleman's name, Sue, so bear with me. Joe Stalnaker, or Stallnacker adopted his German shepherd buddy, when Buddy was an eight-week-old puppy, and he taught him to retrieve the phone when he started experiencing seizure symptoms. If Stalniker blacks out or is unable to make the call, Buddy is trained to use his teeth to hit a speed dial button that calls 911. In 2008, the 18-month-old dog called the emergency line and began whimpering into the phone. Emergency responders arrived on the scene, and a few minutes later, found Stalnaker unconscious, but after a couple of days in the hospital, he recovered. So that's a pretty cool story, too. So we have another heroic dog who was able to, in his case, he was able to save his pet parent. Um The gentleman uh, said, there was another little blurb here, he says, Buddy basically gives me my independence. He's my world. He's my best friend, no question. He's always there, and I just hope I can be as good to him as he's been to me. And they go on to say that Buddy isn't the first dog to dial nine one one for help. In nineteen ninety six, an Irish setter placed a nine one one call when her owner's breathing machine cut off. Oh wow, that's awful. A Rottweiler not only placed the call when her owner fell out of a wheelchair, but also opened the door for police officers. That's pretty incredible. That's pretty incredible. And that's it's it's wonderful if you have a pet that is trained where they can help you if something goes wrong, especially if you have any type of medical condition. Um, some some people, they have seizures. Some people, you know, if you have diabetes, you have to be careful if your blood sugar drops too low because you can pass out, any number of things. So that's wonderful if you have a pet that is able to recognize that something's going on and they're able to get you some help. Um, there was another one. Hang on, bear with me, people. I am... On my laptop here, I want to go over to this other site. This one's off of Caring.com, and it involves parrots. It involves birds. So we already did a show about um, parrots as pets and, you know, just being sure, you know, of, you know, whether you want to get a parrot. But this could actually be something on the pro side as to why you might want to, you know, get a parrot. We we presented some pros and cons in that episode. Um, This one is called Life-Saving Pets, Parrots That Raise the Alarm. Um, There are no official studies to cite, but there are stories, lots of stories. Owners of parrots, cockatiels, and other birds credited their beloved pets with sounding the alarm when their owners had a stroke, choked, or were in danger from fire or thieves. When a Colorado toddler started choking on a Pop-Tart, the family's pet parrot started screaming and repeating the words, mama baby, over and over, bringing the babysitter to the rescue, she reported to the local news channel. Wow, that's, and that's awesome because I guess the average person wouldn't think that a parrot would be able to, you know, catch on to that. But as you can see, they're very intelligent creatures, you know, just just as dogs and cats can be. So that was pretty cool right there. And then there's some more um, What they go on to say, Um, In Essex, England, a 17-year-old cockatiel named Budgie saved his owner by alerting the owner's wife when he suffered a stroke, according to the Daily Telegraph. Local news in Fort Smith, Arkansas, had a field day with the story of a pet macaw named Charlie who screamed bloody murder and bit intruders who attacked his owner in an effort to steal the painkiller hydrocodone wow, so people were actually breaking in this guy's house to steal his painkillers, um, and this bird wasn't having it. So kudos to this macaw who was able to, you know, stop that. Um, then there's another one. A Muncie, Indiana parrot named Peanut made headlines when he, um, let's see, imitated the sound of a fire alarm that went off in the early hours of the morning. It was just squawking rather than the alarm that woke the resident up so he could save his son and Peanut from the burning house. So that's pretty cool, and and all of these had happy endings, thank goodness, Um, because I was kind of nervous at first when I was reading that one about Peanut, but the owner was woken up, and he also got Peanut out of the house. Um, The takeaway tip from this one, this is still part of the article, if you own a vocalizing bird yourself, train it to cry for help, when startled or upset, and they say there are many books available on how to train different types of birds, or you can ask at your local pet store. Um, I'm looking for, it's so many of them on here, and I was looking for my next one that I want to share with you guys. Because um, I think some of these we might have gone over last time on Heroic Pet Acts. I think we may have talked about how dogs can alert people about seizures. Um, Let me go over here and see if I can find one that Dee gave me. I thought that was, some of those were pretty interesting. And she gave me one concerning a goat who was able to help his pet parent. Let me scroll down here. bear with me. Okay, this one, um, the article is 10 Remarkable Animals That Have Saved Lives. And, okay, this one's also from MNN.com. Uh, this one is goat feeds farmer milk, keeps him warm for five days. Okay, hey, this one's different. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, while doing his daily farm work, farmer Noel Osborne was accidentally knocked into a pile of manure. That one's good. Um, shattering his hip. That's even worse. Um, He was rendered immobile and stranded too far away for anyone to hear his calls for help. For five days, his goat, Mandy, huddled by his side, keeping him warm even throughout stormy, cold nights. Perhaps more remarkably, Mandy allowed Osborne to milk her for sustenance. Now that is very, very awesome. That's a dedicated animal. Not only did he keep the farmer warm, during that time while he was out there exposed, he stayed with, with uh, the farmer. He also allowed the farmer to milk him so that the farmer wouldn't basically starve until someone. So I thought that one was very unique because you're used to hearing the ones about dogs and cats. So that was a different one. Um, this one, this one's also different. Um, I like pigs. I, donkeys are one of my favorite animals, like next to cats. But I like pigs a lot, too. Um, This one is called Pig Dashes into Street for Heart Attack Victim. Okay, Joanne Altman had a heart attack and collapsed to the ground. Lulu, her daughter's pot belly pig, rushed out of the house, lying down in the street to stop traffic. Oh, wow. Um, The pig tried relentlessly to get help, running to the house to check on Joanne, only to rush back to the street for help. Finally, one person stopped and allowed the determined pig and followed the determined pig back to the house where they found Altman in pain on the floor. She was immediately rushed to a hospital. That one is a wow. That that's a dedicated animal. That that's a fantastic story. Just to think that that pig had enough sense to rush out in the street and lie down to stop traffic. And then um, also had the sense to run back to the house to check on her owner and make sure she was okay before she just ran back out to the street. And just luckily for um, Joanne Altman, you know, luckily someone did stop. I guess they were able to recognize that something was going on with the pig. Let's see. Oh, wow, this is a different one, too. Um, This one is entitled course protects owner from a raging cow okay rancher fiona boyd was leading a stray calf into a shed when the calf's enraged mother suddenly charged her knocked her down and proceeded to stampede over her i was absolutely terrified and remember rolling up into a ball to protect my head from her hooves. she recalled that's when carrie who was grazing nearby immediately leaped to assist her The horse bucked and kicked at the cow until it moved away, likely saving Roy from being trampled to death. That's that's a good one, too. All of these, I mean, it's just amazing at the perception that animals have and just exactly what they pay attention to and what they can detect that probably the average human human being wouldn't think that they can do. But that's exactly what um, Dee and I were talking about in one of our other episodes. Even when we did pets in the paranormal and just how pets have, it's almost like there's this sixth sense that they have and they're able to pick up on certain things. Now, in a lot of these cases, you know, I guess you could say it was obvious, you know, someone's out, you know, but still just for the ones who can be able to detect that someone. Has a tumor, or someone is about to have a stroke. You know that that's pretty amazing. No matter how you look at it, they have very awesome and awesome sense of perception, and it's very lucky for all of these people that they had these animals with them who were able to help them. Okay, I'm gonna come back over here to my site. No, there's actually another site that I want to try. Let's see. Okay, this one is called Taking a Bullet. Um, Roberta Trawick was sitting on her couch in her Oklahoma City home in 2009 when an armed intruder busted through her front door and told her to get on the ground. Her two-year-old pit bull, D-Boy, then came charging into the room after the intruder, who fired multiple times, hitting D-Boy three times, including... Two shots to the head. Oh, no, that's awful. But the dog continued to run after him. The intruder apparently spooked, fled. Um, that dog saved my life and my family, said Traewick. Without D-Boy, that guy could have shot me and my family. The Treywicks had rescued the pit bull from an abusive home just three months before the break-in. Let's see. Well, I'm assuming that D-Boy survived because under here it says, check out a video of D-Boy and his family below because I was nervous for a minute and I was like, oh, my gosh, did the guy end up killing him. But I think it it is a happy ending. I think he must be okay. I didn't get to click on the video because this was one that I hadn't looked at prior. So thank you, D-Boy. That that was awesome. I I mean, that's very heroic. I'm surprised we didn't used that one on our show from last year, but I guess we didn't run across that. Um, here's another one. This one's called Fighting Off a Fox. In January 2009, 10-year-old Maxim Kurguzov, sorry, I think it's, yeah, it's a Russian last name, so I'm sure I butchered that, was playing outside his Russian home when a fox wandered into the yard killed one of the family chickens, and then turned on the boy. Shrek, the Kerbuzov's dog, leapt in front of Maxim and fought off the fox with several bites to the head. Upon hearing the commotion, Maxim's father, Alexei, grabbed his son and began snapping photos of his fearless dog, which engaged in a 25-minute standoff with the fox. Oh, my goodness. That's... Now, this one doesn't make mention of what the outcome was, but I'm just going to assume that Shrek was okay. It doesn't say that, um, that he was killed or anything. So I'm assuming after the 25-minute standoff, hopefully he was okay. That was That's another example of um, a dog protecting a child in the family. Um, let's see. I think I do see one here about a kitty cat. Let's see. Okay, this one, still on MNN, com is entitled Meowing a Warning. When a gas-powered water pump began leaking odorless carbon monoxide into the Keisling home, their cat, Winnie, began nudging her sleeping owners and meowing loudly. It was a crazy meow, almost like she was screaming, said Kathy Keisling. By the time she woke up, Kathy was already dizzy and nauseated from the fumes, and her husband and son were unconscious. Thanks to Winnie, Kathy was able to call 911 and get help before anyone was seriously harmed. So, I mean, this is an example of a family that was pretty much on their way out. So the, the dad and, let's see, was it the, yeah, the, the dad and the son were already unconscious, and the um the mother, she was, just about out she was dizzy and nauseated so probably if it wasn't for that cat she would have gone unconscious too and we already know what would have happened in that situation because of course carbon monoxide that's a serious um, issue to deal with especially in the winter time so for all of you out there who do not have a carbon monoxide detector and you do have gas heat in your home make sure you may want to invest in that if you don't already have one that can be a very dangerous situation. And I wish you guys could see this picture of um, Winnie. She's she's the cutest thing. All of these animals, I think that they do have an original picture of them on here, and I'll make sure that I post this on our website. Um, let's see. I think I had – I'm just getting back over here to caring.com. Yeah, read about my parrot. which we went over this, we went over something similar before, but I still think this is pretty cool, Um, cats and dogs that find cancer. So um, you've heard of drug-sniffing dogs. Now come cancer-sniffing dogs. In the past decade, scientists have been studying dogs to see if they can detect the presence of tumors before conventional tests do. The answer, according to numerous recent studies, is yes. Specially trained dogs have been found to know by smell when someone has lung, colon, or even skin cancer. That's amazing. Um, The most recent research on cancer-detecting dogs, published in the European Respiratory Journal in 2011, found that four trained dogs were able to detect cancer in 71 of 100 samples from lung cancer patients. Meanwhile, when given samples from the breath of people known not to have cancer, the dog had a false positive ratio of just 7%. That's cool. Um, Let's see. Another study, this one in Japan, found that dogs could detect colon cancer with close to 90% accuracy using both breath and stool samples. While a study in Cambridge, England, is testing if dogs can detect prostate cancer from urine samples. And a dermatologist in Tallahassee, Florida, has conducted experiments sniffing dogs can also detect melanoma finding in his informal trials that they have 99% accuracy. while nearly 100% accuracy. Um, Experts don't know exactly how dogs know when someone has cancer, but they suspect that dogs have their keen sense of smell, um, that dogs with their keen sense of smell are able to detect subtle changes and volatile organic compounds that function as chemical signatures in the body. Cats have also been known to alert their owners to breast cancer and lung cancer, though the reports so far are just anecdotal and no studies have confirmed them. In one case reported by the CBC News in Winnipeg, Canada, a newly arrived stray cat jumped repeatedly against a woman's chest until she had her doctor check her for breast cancer, at which point it turned out she had a tiny tumor in the exact spot the cat had indicated, Okay, the takeaway tip on this one, there's not one among us who doesn't fear cancer and wouldn't appreciate an early warning system. Ask at your local hospital or cancer center whether studies with cancer-sniffing dogs are in progress and offer to participate. That, to me, that, that is just, I mean, all the animals in these stories are amazing, but that's just truly amazing that there are animals out there that can detect that you may have a tumor or you, you may have skin cancer. You know, that that's just I don't know, it's just awe inspiring that they they're even able to do that, but you know, that that's due to their keener sense of smell and, and just all of their senses are keener than humans. Wow. I just got the little signal from the lady telling me ninety seconds to go. So I just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in to this one. I mean there are a lot of neat stories on here and I will be sure to make sure that I post all of these on our Facebook and Twitter pages and also on our Google Plus page. Um, Once again, thank you for listening. Hopefully Dee will be able to join us again next week. Um, As stated earlier, I should have the synopsis for this coming Saturday show. Um, post it maybe Monday or Tuesday, and also stay tuned for our featured pet of the week. I usually do those on Thursday. Sometimes, if I'm kind of slowing around or something, or I have a lot going on at work, I'll post that together on Friday with the um, pet trivia. So, just look out for the featured pet and also the pet trivia next week, and also there'll be a blog entry talking about what we'll have scheduled for next Saturday. Keep in mind, after next Saturday, we are taking a two-week hiatus, but we will return on, I think I said January 9th. But I'll keep you guys posted on all of that. Thank you once again for listening, and you all have a great weekend. Bye.